Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast once again. I am your host, Riel. I'm Fayez, and this is the Young, Western, and Conflicted Podcast, where we delve deeper into the issues that are uh, that young Muslims face when growing up in a Western society. Uh, just for the, the new viewers, just what we're all about. Um, it can be tough like living in an Islamic lifestyle in an environment where Islam is not the majority. Um, and it could be tough finding support with all the internal struggle and the communication and the conflict and the negotiations that young Muslims face when living in Islamic lifestyle. There could be a generational gap with parents. There could be a gap with imams. They're just going to look at the religion. There could be a gap with therapists. They're just going to look not at the religion. Um, so we wanted to bridge that gap and provide an environment where we delve deeper into these issues. Absolutely, hence the name Young, Western, and Conflicted, and Western being Western society and tackling these social norms that young teenagers, even young adults, go through on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and then to provide a safe environment, we wanted to make sure we're as anonymous as we can, which is what the setup is like. Um, We're hoping everybody respects that. We want to make sure we provide an environment where we can talk openly about really personal stories and experiences. Um, which is why the camera is set up the way it is. Um, and then I guess on that point, one thing that we should mention is that we're talking about our experiences and how they fit in. Um, so we should mention that we aren't scholars or alims. Like if you want to have very specific questions about how the religion is, there are people who are more qualified to, to provide those answers. Uh, we're just talking about our experiences. So yeah, with that all out of the way, let's get into the episode. So today's episode is all about communication. Yes. Communicating yeah. with me? Yes. There yes, we go. Uh, so it's all about the importance of communicating and the that. significance of communication, how important it is to have proper and uh, meaningful communi- communication with I different people. Point across. And then I'd say like this topic pretty much affects or is it related to Every op- episode that we've done so far. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Oh, before you do that, we were thinking. Are you okay? You've been doing this ever since we've been filming the first episode, and you've been doing most random stuff ever. Are you okay? We sort of sure you're okay. Damn, no one's really asked me about my condition before. Get him! Wait, wait, hey, hey, ah. I mean, let's let's start off with with Rami and uh, how do you, he uh, like how communication is dealt with in in the show. Um, it's really apparent in that episode with the doctor, with Rami's yeah. friend, who's the doctor and his wife. Um, uh, I think it was season three when it started when we started to see how the doctor was really he really liked to be around children and he wanted children, but apparently his wife didn't want children. Um, and he didn't like, uh, the doctor's wife, she didn't really tell him why she doesn't want any children until the end where he goes crazy and starts breaking stuff. Then she tells him why she doesn't want children. But then that's just highlighted in the show where like, where there's no communication, there's definitely clear struggles on both parties. Right. Uh, where else was communication shown in the show? I guess, uh, there's Dina as well. Like, 
whenever she voices her concerns, her family doesn't really listen to her. They, like, dismiss her, her problems. Um, so, yeah, I mean, communication is a big thing, especially in the youth. And it's brought up in the show and it's brought up in all of our lives as well. And reflecting back on the previous episode that we've done, it's it kind of entails to what we're talking about today specifically, you know? For instance, when it comes to communicating with immigrant parents, our parents, for instance, they uh, there is a diff- there is a barrier of mindsets, and there is a huge uh, difference between what we believe in and what they believe in. Yeah. And so I think we also emphasize on what we said in the previous episode, where you need to communicate and have pr- a proper understanding, and be able to find a compromise or a solution mm-hmm. to what you are you know, fussing about in the first place, right? Because if you're just going to keep going at it with each other, like an arms race, for instance, you're not going to find a result, right? Yeah, because in that episode, we talked about how there's pressure that's put onto the children of immigrant parents. Right. Um, and there's just not a lot of communication going back and forth where why a certain um, goal or lifestyle is being pushed onto the children, and the children aren't communicating that, like, maybe that lifestyle is not for them. So... I mean, it's easier said than done, of course, but then that communication is definitely needed between those parents. Uh, these are hard conversations to have, not only with parents, but you, there's your friend group. Um, there's people outside of your social circle, people that you might not even know, but like there are conversations that you might feel awkward in having, but you got to be able to communicate to make sure that point gets across. Mm, absolutely. I mean, you know what's interesting? Um, when, we were, when I was researching points for the show like show like show notes for for this episode um i thought i would have to you know bring up advice from like lecturers or professors or speakers on like how to communicate properly but islam itself actually teaches us effective communication in many facets of the religion yeah in a bunch of a bunch of places i mean we'll start off with prophet muhammad peace be upon him he said a good word is a charitable act and this is a hadith in Sayyid Muslim, where just by saying something kind and positive and clear is an act of charity. That simple effect is just an act of charity. Such a small thing can go a long way, yeah. really speaking. Yeah. And But at the same time, you got to understand that communication requires learning. You, can't, you won't develop a great sense of communication unless if you have that exposure to saying, okay, I'm in a certain scenario, what do I do and how do, how do I communicate with a certain individual or a certain group? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I can re- relate back to where I remember back in high school, I had great communication with people, but like I wasn't so great with having that, that raw conversation with people. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to something serious, I wasn't so great at that. Even now I'm not so great with it, but I've learned to sort of have that confrontation in a way to sort of tackle that situation and talk about my issues with my friends and, and whatnot right <clears throat> but you got to also know that there's also an equilibrium that you have to maintain you can't just be saying i learned it cool i'm good for the rest of my life no you're not you got to yeah, keep practicing it because yeah. i think we can all relate during the pandemic we weren't able to go outside that often mm-hmm. right so then when i was first able to go and hang out with my friends again i wasn't speaking properly oh, I, yeah? I, I was like <laughs> gibber i was like saying the most randomest words ever i wasn't saying the words properly like i remember saying uh uh the word properly i said probably like that oh yeah <laughs> i'm like stop talking for a while what just what just happened like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. See, see what i mean so it has a huge impact on what it takes you, work yeah Communication definitely exactly takes exactly when I mean, you learn, even when you learn a skill keep practicing that skill all the time because you can't forget it if you don't maintain it yeah and then like another part of learning for communication is like 
removing any kind of negative assumptions or understanding everything, all the facts before speaking and making points. Mm. Um, so you'll see this a lot and wish, I wish it wasn't as apparent, but rumors spread like wildfire. When you're communicating, learn. So get to the bottom of any negative assumptions that you might have. Get to the bottom of any rumors that you might have. Verify things. Understand the facts before you speak on them. Right. And if you need uh, guidance, if you need to understand things or learn, call on the law. If you need guidance, do istikara. But get to the bottom before you speak. Learn before you speak. Because gossiping is a major, major sin Islam. Backbiting. Yeah. It's equal to eating your dead brother. So there's really? like there's a verse in the Quran that talks that likens um, gossiping to eating the flesh of your brother after he passes away. Um, so definitely stay away from spreading rumors, backbiting, spreading negative uh, things about each other. And there was actually a, situ- about, a, yeah. a certain situation that happened during the Prophet's time. Again, I don't know if this is authentic or not. You might have to like check our resources with this, but. There was a, I think it was like Ramadan or something. I can't remember exactly the hold of what the situation entailed to, but it had to do with the sun not setting or something like that. So then uh, the prophet called, said to bring these two women up forth and told them to like, you know, regurgitate in this, in this bowl. And when they did, there was like rotten flesh with inside that bowl. And it turns out that these two women were, you know, doing the set so act of backbiting. Again, I, I heard this from, uh, uh, from imams and, I think my dad told me this one time too as well, but again, I don't know if this is authentic or not, so don't hold me on this, but do your own research and see if this is authentic or not. But it kind of shows how serious it is when it yeah, comes to like so, backbiting against someone. Yeah, communication includes removing negative assumptions exactly. and backbiting and all of this. Make sure you understand facts, remove any gossip, speak with value, and teach where you can gently. Okay, And then another level of communication is another part of communication i'd say you also need a level of empathy and understand where other people are coming from when you're speaking and communicating just to make sure that other people are going to listen and just so that they understand Mm -hmm. and which again back to learning empathy requires listening and not only listening to learn uh, sorry not listening to reply but listening to learn so I remember when Jordan Peterson was really blowing up and everybody was like really hating on him. Jordan Peterson had to face this, where like mm-hmm. whenever he'd make a point, and then the other person would fire back immediately to refute, but instead to learn, but instead of learning something. So Jordan Peterson would say something, and then the interviewer would be like, "So what you're saying is?" So what you said, that right? interview, right? That that's what made him really popular. That's like pretty much any interview. Uh, at this point with, now, at this with point. Jordan Peterson, but Did, like. Yeah, yeah, so you're saying yeah, I didn't catch Yeah, so um, so yeah, that's this basically like what so what you're saying is like I mean Jordan Peterson he already knows what he said like he doesn't need to fire back to it. What that person is doing, what that interviewer is doing when she's replying is like she's just replying to refute whatever he just said. Exactly. But she what should have been done is like whatever she said, whatever Jordan Peterson said, listen, process that information, ponder on it, and then if you want a rebuttal. You can at that point. You're, you're essentially, when you're saying that phrase, so what you're saying, you're creating a false premise. So what you're saying is... Yeah, so what you're saying is... So yeah. what you're saying... You know there was a compilation of that? So what you're that, saying is... That, yeah, that interview. She Jordan said, Peterson? Yeah, said? That, that, that interview really made him like blow up, apparently. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is that they, someone made a compilation of how many times she said, so what you're saying? Yeah. It, it came out to be like... 
thirty plus times. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's funny. Clearly, what that person that person is not listening. Like, she's not. She was. Clearly. She's just trying to refute every single thing that he's and she's discredit saying. the man. So exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, to, when you actually listen to the guy, he actually has a lot of things that are of merit. Like he's helped people who deal with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Like he's helped people build responsibility and build character. When you actually listen to the man. He actually has stuff important, uh, important stuff to say. But then, if you're just gonna refute what he says, you're not gonna learn it. So, what's the point? You say you know when you're arguing with a fool, and you know when you're arguing with an idiot. You know it. But you, you you'll never win an argument with an idiot, or I should say fool. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Yes. So the saying is, you'll never win an argument with an idiot. Yeah. Because he doesn't listen? Because they, they don't understand what you're saying. Ah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was like, where are you going with it? Uh, like, okay, I get, I get you know what, what you're saying. saying right. okay, okay. Again, no, 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 I'm not saying you know she was. I'm just yeah. giving the context here. But anyways, uh, coming back, there's actually an ayah in the Quran from my understanding. Yeah. Right. Let's uh, let's see if we can find the Arabic recitation. You know what? Let me guess what sort of this is. Let me, let me guess. Like, you look for guess? it. Let me, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, okay, so I'll say the uh, English. And then... Okay. So the English translation is... And when the Quran is recited, then listen to it and pay attention that you may receive mercy. Surah, it's after Surah Ma'idah. Well, I have the Surah number. I don't know which Surah it is. I forgot the name. So it's chapter 7, Surah 7. Yeah, it's it's 7th part. No, not part. No, it's it's in 7th part. It's in 7th part. Oh, okay. And it's verse number 204. Crap, I forgot the thing. So sorry, repeat the meaning again. Sorry, I was so, talking And when the Quran is recited, then listen to it and pay attention that you may receive mercy. Surah Raf, there we go. That's what it's up? There we okay. go, yeah. Yeah, so just bring up the Arabic recitation. But yeah, what sure. that means is when you listen, it's benefit to you specifically. You just listen to Quran and you're getting Allah's mercy. Correct. So if you listen, you'll learn something, you'll gain Allah's mercy. So listen, please. <laughs> Listen to learn. <laughs> What's the ayah number, sorry? Uh, ayah number 204. Give me a second. I'm just going to try to pull it up here. 204. Sorry, my thing is acting up here. Yeah, I so, apologize for that. Yeah, so yeah, you, you keep going. I'm going to look it up. Listen, ask questions to understand if you need to. Because they, I've learned this from even from sales experience where, like, if somebody is because it will bring you value when you learn things. Because there is benefit when you listen. You have mm. two ears, you have only one mouth. <laughs> listen more, then you speak. Yeah, it reminds me of that TV show, Kimmy's Convenience. That's what he said? No, like, like, like he's... Did you watch the show? No. Oh, you haven't watched it? Watch, oh, apparently it's, like, on. really big in Toronto. But yeah, like, come on. You haven't watched it? Oh, come on, dude. Come Kim's on. Where is it? On it's a, it's, it, yeah, it's on Netflix. You can oh, watch yeah, Netflix. Okay. Uh, no, it's really funny, man. You can actually relate to the show. Okay. Like he, he says to his daughter, Janet, you have two ears and one mouth. Yes. So I two o four. You said right. Yeah. So the uh, Arabic uh, uh, two o four. Two o four, right? Yeah. Arabic is. So the Arabic is. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ and which is mercy. Yeah. Which you pretty much summed it up for us. Yeah. Yeah. So this benefit to you when you listen um now in that sense not everybody is the same and different people have different ways on how to they respond and how they listen and have different values so you got to tailor it but of course listen please you, you know there's i remember seeing you know charisma come in 
yeah, yeah, they're actually really good. Really, I recommend yeah, people checking them out. I would yeah, recommend highly yeah, yeah, watching yeah, the they're, videos. They're nice. They, they uh, made it. I saw one video. You remember Trevor Noah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. my favorite, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, he, uh, they made a video on Trevor Noah's infamous debate with uh, this girl who supported Donald Trump. Like she was a hardcore supporter of Donald Trump. Okay. But why it became so popular was because despite the major differences between both sides, they had a civilized conversation. And in a way, this represents uh, Socrates. Do you, remember, you know Socrates? Yeah, the philosopher, yeah. famous philosopher. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, conversing with someone, you should implement the, Socr- the Socratic method. Basically, when you're debating with someone, a lot of people tend to get too caught up in the moment and then they get so heated up that they start to raise their voice, start yelling, flailing their hands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And from there, it can get too physical then. Yeah, right? just fighting that one <laughs> point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, in essence, what the Socratic method uh, um, implements or recommends is that first and foremost, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath right now. <clears throat> Listen. And then politely, while expressing your viewpoint as well, disagree with what they're saying and give your viewpoint as well. More so, implement a joke into the into the conversation because it kind of lightens the mood, and eases yeah. the tension between both parties, mm-hmm. and that's kind of powerful how it comes to conversing with someone, right? Because I, I think that also in the Islamic perspective, when it comes to conversing with someone, you want to make sure that you're not offending the person because when you're offending someone, you're kind of committing a sin in a way. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're hurting the person's feelings and whatnot, and yeah. you're not reaching a result, mm-hmm. right? And you're having some form of hate towards that person at the end of the conversation yeah. without having any, without without having to accomplish any sort of, you know, goal within that conversation in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah, that actually goes right into our next point. Like, effective communication requires respect and dignity. Mm-hmm. Even when you're speaking on hard topics, so mm-hmm. stuff like that, you were able to resolve and still have a civilized conversation because you're both respectful. Don't be arrogant. Don't be boastful. Yeah. Don't be prideful because no one's going to listen to you when you're rude. Even if you have the most important thing to say ever, like you have the cure of cancer that you're going to tell people, but if you're being rude, no one's going to listen. Conor McGregor? That's, I mean, like, exaggeration, <laughs> but like, just don't, don't be rude because that'll just negate and invalidate what you're talking Absolutely. about. Uh, there's a decent uh, Tirmizi where uh, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he said, the most beloved of people to Allah are those who are the most beneficial to people. The most beloved of deeds to Allah is to make a Muslim happy or remove one of his troubles or forgive his debt or feed his hunger. That I walk with a brother regarding a need is more beloved to me than that I seclude myself in the mosque in Medina for a month. So be kind and respectful to others and it's better for you uh, these are the best in terms of in Allah's eyes as well. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Really and more so, the, there's another hadith that the Prophet said, which is also in the media as well, which is, Sallallahu has said, you're smiling in the face of your brother is charity. And there's a saying, yeah. when you smile, the world smiles back. Yeah, man. Just all you guys See? do is smile and you're getting charitable reward. I mean, you're getting reward for giving charity. Um, other people are learning. Other people want to talk to you. Um, just by smiling. But don't be weird about it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this mean, <laughs> like Homelander or, or Black Noir or something. Yeah. <laughs> don't, um, don't do that. Don't do that. But then, yeah, just be... Res- sorry, you were saying? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're still watching the show? Uh, the, the Boys? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it was a great show. But no, but I, it's like uh, in the comics, Black Noir is the one who's like, 
his face is stuck in in a smile. Like that's the way that. Oh, he. he oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Comments, uh, uh, comments are like different from the show. But yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, I didn't know that part. Okay. So yeah, when you're communicating, be respectful. Smile. Start with a peaceful greeting. You know, may peace and blessings be upon you. Assalamu alaikum. Come with gifts if that's appropriate. Uh, come with donuts or coffee or whatnot. Shake hands to break the ice. Inquire about people just to be nice and whatnot. Um, but yeah, just be respectful. You're rhyming now? What? It just rhymed. <laughs> Shake hands, break the ice, inquire to be nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, bars, I see. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, be respectful. And yeah, it's like to that last point, like, inquire about people. Like, ask how are you doing. Um, just how we just asked. Um, and yeah, it's just like the other person is gonna feel cared for. They're gonna feel loved. Ask how they're doing. Rami did this during Ramadan, where like. Uh, whenever you meet his friends, they're talking, and then he just stops the conversation for a second. He's like, "Hold up, hold up, but how are you doing, though?" <laughs> but that was that was his thing. Be respectful. Yeah. Be kind to others. Be loving. That's all part of effective communication. How yeah. are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate that. Thank you. I feel cared for and loved now. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What can we do? Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so actually, it comes down to. Uh, I just had an example right now of opening up to people and just knowing how they're doing. I feel like when you're doing that, in a way, you're making yourself more, more vulnerable to the person. Because you're letting them know that, hey, I acknowledge your emotions, I acknowledge your feelings and what you're going through, and I'm here to listen to you and I'm here to help you out. Because I, myself, I'm not perfect and I'm, I might be going through something myself right now. And I want us to have an honest conversation. Because yeah. doing that alone, I think just that alone can, can be... Uh, a stimulant, sorry, not stimulant, but more like a, a over-exaggeration cure to like a lot of mental health problems. I really feel like that's kind of like a great way to sort of like ease the mental health crisis going on around the world. Yeah, because yeah. like you're breaking that ice and then you're also being vulnerable yourself and then that also brings the other person open towards you as well. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, that it, it goes to our next point where mm -hmm. like you need some sort of diplomacy when it comes to that. If somebody's gonna be super open with you, you wanna make sure that conversation is kept private. So you have to have some sort of diplomacy when you're talking, because not everything needs to be communicated all the time. Not mm. in that specific sense where like, you, even if you're going through something, keep it to yourself. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, make sure that other people don't hear about the problems that somebody talk to you mm -hmm. like if somebody's mm -hmm. coming to you in a really private conversation make sure you don't just spread that you need that kind of barrier and that kind of diplomacy where mm -hmm. like not everything needs to be communicated not uh, some things just need to be kept to yourself to be kind to others right um marriage this can come in marriages a lot um and i've experienced this myself like this is a place where i got to do better really? like me personally i'm an open guy like i'm just open book i'll just say whatever like to the point where like I've been told that I'm very gentle and innocent and that comes with being naive and immature. Like, really? I hear all of that. I'm pretty open. Like I'll just say whatever. Yeah. So when it comes to marriage and I'm meeting um, partners and I'm thinking that I'm considering marriage uh, for marriage, um, I lay out everything, which includes mm. all the reservations that my parents would have. So like I would sometimes say my dad thinks this about you and then like, because yeah. I'm just open, like everything. No, is I get open. it. Yeah, like, I but I'm learning that you're not supposed to do that because now that party 
is thinking about all the negative aspects that my dad was thinking about her. So even if we were to get married, so she's just gonna, yeah, yeah, and she's just gonna resent my dad mm. the entire time. So there is that level of one the information from one side shouldn't go to the other side. You have to be that barrier. Because like if there are reservations, you should deal with that with that party. So I should talk to my parents directly about those reservations and deal with them specifically with my parents rather than bringing it on to to the other side. Um, well, yeah, that's 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 like my experience and like an example that I've experienced. Um, now that doesn't mean to be secretive and to hold secrets, but you just got to be careful of what you say. It's really important. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're going to need some sort of self-awareness to understand, like, how the other person is going to take what uh, what you say. Because um, in the moment, like, for whatever reason, I wasn't thinking about that. I'm just being open. I'm just being honest. So I'm just like, hey, my dad thinks this about you. And then, of course, she's going to take it some type of way. Because, so. see, the thing, there's a saying, don't reveal everything mm-hmm. all at once. Sprinkle, yep. sprinkle it around. Because... When you, I feel like when you kind of open yourself a bit too much, there's a huge expectation from the other party. Yeah. And if you don't fulfill that expectation, you just created a whole new situation for yourself, basically, with that individual. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like it could go worse or it could go, like, it could go either way. You never know. However, though, there's a, it's better to prevent that or avoid that than just having to do it and then find a cure from it. And it, there's an Islamic saying, so not Islamic saying, but in Islam, there's, a, there's an ide- ideology where we believe that prevention is better than cure, mm-hmm. right? Because, and I'm not saying just to undermine anyone, but it's better to avoid something altogether than to get yourself involved with something and then trying to find a way to sort of like, yo, I got to get rid of this, I need to take this, yeah. or I got to yeah. do this, I got to go there. Like, it, it's going to be a hassle for you, basically. Mm-hmm. So Islam tells us, instead of going through that hassle, Avoid it altogether. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so you gotta be mindful of that, and you gotta exactly. make sure you're just aware of that sort of thing. Right. But like that's different from being secretive. Like in the show Rami, the doctor's wife is holding things back, and she's being secretive. Um, she did not tell her husband why she doesn't want kids, even though he really wants kids. That's being secretive. You're not. You're not opening up. You're not. You, clearly, the other person wants to understand what this is, and you're holding things back. That's different. But you, you just have to make sure some, not everything needs to be said all the time. Mm, absolutely. Right. And uh, I, I think that also there is a fine line to how you communicate with someone and how uh, you, you want to ensure that you're not critical with that person themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. like coming back to that whole doctor thing, I think from, I, I, this is a theory I had, I feel like he, he, he did try to ask her about why you don't want to have kids and whatnot, but she wasn't opening about it. Yeah, I feel like he, like he, he could have, they were praying, and then she's like, you know what, I'm praying outside, or, or like, I'm praying in a different room, I don't right, want to right. talk about this. Yeah. Right, and so like, I feel like he didn't want to press her so much to the point where like he will lash out on her. Because yeah. like, he, he's a nice guy, you can see the show, he's a pretty nice guy, right? So he doesn't want to really like sort of break that respect barrier with his wife, because that's his wife at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to respect your wife's privacy too, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think there's a fine line to how you communicate with that person in terms of letting them open up to you. And I feel like that fine line was was at its peak when he started breaking everything. Yeah. I think that's when the wife realized, he right? Broke, uh, like, there was some there's some the Johnny Miles, the, the first Johnny Miles that they ever paid on together. It's kind of cute. Like, I mean, it it yeah, is romantic, I, I like that. But he broke it and then he put his head on it because like, he just needed to calm down. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Would you do that? 
like frame with Janima? Yeah. Like, let's say if you got married and you're praying on that Janima with your wife for the first time ever. I don't Would know, you? man. I'm not that kind of lovey-dovey oh, like come that. come on. Yeah. I mean, I'm more, like, to the point. And, like, there's a rule and then I just follow it. Bobby, if you're watching this, if you're hearing this, uh, I'm not part of this, okay? <laughs> no, no, it's just like, no, I'm not married. Oh, this is a future one. Yeah, yeah you know, like, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. Maybe it's just like I have difficulty, like, expressing myself or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not too much of the lovey-dovey type of, in terms, in terms of, like, symbolism, in terms of gifts. Like, I wouldn't do stuff, like, I don't know. That I feel like I wouldn't even think about that. But I would, like, say how I'm feeling. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any trouble. We got some work to do. I, but, but moving on, I think effective communication does require some clarity as well. Yeah, you got to be clear when you're speaking. And this yeah. stems from back into the show, Rami, where you know the doctor wasn't able to have a conversation with his own wife, right? Mm-hmm. There's no clarity. There's sort of like this whole animosity about him having ki- wanting to have kids, but the wife not wanting to have kids. And there's like a, a gray area where like, they don't understand why he wants to have kids and why she doesn't want to have kids. It created this whole commotion until it reached its breaking point. Yeah. Know? Like, and, and, like, me personally, like I said, like, I'm not the most, like, I have difficult, I'm not the most eloquent. Like, sometimes I have trouble expressing myself. Yeah. Um, and getting my point across to a way that that the other person understands. Um, but then that's why being as clear as possible is extremely important. So there's using examples, um, like comparing things to just to make a point, telling a story. The Quran actually uses all three of these to, to get the point across. There are examples in the Quran. Quran uses comparisons. Um, like the the verse in terms of um, eating the gossiping is like eating the flesh of your dead brother. Like that's a comparison. Hmm. There's telling a story. Those there are tons of stories in the Quran. So it's using all of these uh, tactics to cl- explain clearly what the point is. And just to make it a process. Absolutely. Like, even the Quran states this clearly, where it's like, I think in the Quran, this is chapter 54, verse 15. Uh, if you want to bring up the Arabic recitation yeah, like, in like, English, he mentions, and we have certainly made the Quran easy for remembrance. So, is there any who will remember? Like, it mentions clearly, like, I'm, I'm reading this from a blog um, on LinkedIn. This is by. Uh, Abdul Ghaffar, he summarizes this pretty clearly where like clarity is extremely important to get a point across and even the Quran does this Right, mm. you find the you find the pulling it up pulling it up so my, my computer is slowing down for some reason. I don't know why I yeah, apologize, so, guys. So chapter 54 verse 17 verse 17 1 to 7 mm. and yeah, so Here of, it is. So this is the okay. ayat. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim yeah, so it's easy to remember. It's just saying. Um, it's a lot. I'm not saying it's just anybody can become a hafiz, but like, is there anybody out there who will remember? That's Quran is making that. Quran also mentions that it was bestowed in Arabic to make sure that the people of that time and, and that region would understand. Mm-hmm. Of course, if it came in some different language, of course, they're not going to they're not going to listen. So whether it's written, whether it's verbal, whether it's, you know, through text or whatever, when talking to friends, talking to family, um, what you're talking about needs to be clear and simple to make sure that point gets across. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, would uh, make sure this was done in, in his letters. When he's sending invitations, 
uh, towards Islam, he would send letters to kings in the re in specific oh, yeah. regions. Yeah. Um, and he made sure that his point of Islam was as clear as possible so that the kings can spread Islam throughout their regions. Of course, if you send some, like, non-speaking, that's the wrong word, but, um, like, something that wasn't clear, of course, like, the kings are not going to spread it. So he made sure, like, he implemented that 100%. Uh, what's next? What else can we talk about? Um, even, yeah, communication, there's nonverbal communication as well. Like, without even saying anything or texting anything, you can communicate things as well. So there's mm. body language, there's facial expression, there's tone of voice. You can pick up on things when you're communicating. So an example of this uh, is, like, if somebody has their back turned towards you um, and you're speaking to them, it's possible, and they're looking away, it's possible that they might not be attentive or they might not be interested in what you have to say or their attention is, uh, is elsewhere so that's one thing speaking in a soft tone if somebody's speaking like really quietly and like really not loud at all uh, that could mean something as well it could be that they're speaking on something very important it could be that they're trying to diffuse the situation or that they're just generally kind of quiet right so right. so there's non-verbal communication Absolutely. As as well, yeah. And you know what's funny enough? Do you remember the game La Noire? Yep. Yeah. So, I think great game. The, yeah. the great game, great game, by the way, guys. Uh, they, I think, technology wasn't as advanced as it was back then. However, though, know, they made the game so uh, adaptive in terms of your perception, like how you can perceive someone. Mm -hmm. Because what they did is that they took technology is like another extreme yeah they have uh, like all these cameras all these cameras are recording every single expression smirk smile laugh anger whatever it is whatever it was I mean, every yeah. every single person and then you would have to interact with that person and you can tell when yeah. they're angry when they're lying when they're upset it's it's it was incredible yeah, so you so can like, pick up on stuff like that so exactly. if somebody's like not looking you in the eye they might be holding some stuff back so that's the stuff that you want to pick up on. So that's what I learned from L.A. Noir. So if somebody's like shifting or their face is around or like you accuse them of something and then you don't have the proof to back it up, then they get all calm. So like those kind of cues you got to pick up on. That's all part of communication. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and speaking of which, yes, we can find the resolve in communication. We can have these honest conversations with each other, but you got to learn when to walk away because yeah, yeah. and like i said earlier you can't win an argument with a fool if you're in a situation where like there's no resolve coming at each other and you're about to raise your voice at each other yeah, you're just shouting. Be, yeah be the bigger man be the bigger person and walk away because you're not going to get anything out of that conversation if it gets to that point because mm -hmm. in from personal experiences i looking back at some arguments that i had this was like when i was really young arguments that I had when I was really young, uh, what I should have done instead was to implement the Socratic method that we did, which is breathe and then talk, or to say, hey, Khudafis, Mechajato. Yeah, or just ignore him. Yeah, or uh, I, I, or say, it's, it's not, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't say that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, because nothing is gonna come just having a shouting match and then, like, you're just trying to get a point across. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing is gonna come if someone's being insulting and not listening to you. Nothing will come out of that. So, yeah, you gotta learn when to walk away. Yeah, 100%. Um, what's next? And, yeah, it's like when you're communicating, everything that we talked about this episode, be mindful of all of this when you're on social media Instagram, Twitter, X, threads. Twitter's X TikTok. now, right? 
Elon, what are you doing, man? Like, I, I'm on. not on Twitter, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't have it, but still, I find it beautiful. Okay, well, yeah, whatever. Everything, yeah, keep going, uh, yeah. everything, because social media. I learned this earlier on, like back in university days. Social media is a great place to advertise your sins. You can really. It's very easy to promote negativity on social media because. Allah works to keep all of your unfavorable deeds a secret. Allah keeps works to keep your sins a secret. But on social media, everybody like self snitches and shows off like how they're acting, how they're speaking, how they're looking. Like everybody can see all of that. So be very mindful when you're communicating on social media because you got to be mindful of how it's going to come across, who can see it, and how the other person is going to take it. Um, even in our first couple of episodes, we already established that. Social media can be a tool to create envy and jealousy. And I'm sure nobody wants to do that. That's not the point in terms of communication. Like we're teaching you how to communicate envy and jealousy. Um, but be mindful of that when you're on social media. It can do wonders, but it can also spiral out of control if you let it to. Mm-hmm. So, so really be mindful of, of social media and how, how it's used. Uh, but there's a caveat though. Yeah. Yeah, not everything does require communication in a way. Yeah, fair. Fair. Uh, yeah. I feel like, and to sort of kind of uh, dive a little bit uh, briefly into it, I still feel like communication is important, though. I still feel like it's a really crucial thing to have when it comes to having like, a misunderstanding mis- uh, of both parties. However, though, uh, it is within the human nature that you want someone or the person wants you to understand where they're coming from. It's, it's a natural response mm-hmm. to have. Yeah, but like like you mentioned, um, and like we mentioned before, you don't have to explain yourself in every single situation. Like, there are times where doing that it's not going to be fruitful or be valuable. Like, oh, it's, there are, there's no point in mentioning it too. As well. Yeah, yeah. There's no point of like getting into a shouting match when someone's not listening. There's no point in like there are times where like you just don't have to explain yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you think parents are going to explain themselves to children when children want to? You know, when the child is going towards fire and what's because it's all the light and then the child wants to touch a really hot light bulb, parent stops him. You think the parent is going to have to explain to the child, like, why not or whatnot? <laughs> sure, there's there, but then, of course, like, don't touch the light. Don't go towards the light. Um, this is also related to our episodes on peer pressure and fitting in. If somebody's going to pressure you into do something that you're not, yeah, you don't want to, if somebody's bullying you because you're not able to fit in, um, explaining where you're coming from sometimes is not going to do anything they're also just going to keep pushing you into further in terms of like away from your values yeah, and your goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah it's like there are times where like explain yourself communicating yourself you can listen to all everything that we said have this really expert uh communicator in yourself but then it's just not going to do anything so there's times where it's just not going to be valuable you think rich people are going to show their bank balances when people just to prove that they're rich when other people don't believe it. Um, even taking a bigger example, you think Allah will come down and show himself to somebody who doesn't believe? Like, what's the point in, I, I, in doing that? Like, even though, like, if somebody... Like, in that specific example, if we take, like, people are were shown miracles, yet they still didn't believe in Allah, right? They were, I can't remember what the region was. When they were shown uh, a female camel just come out of the mountain. Oh, uh, Prophet Saleh, the people to move. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Like, they were literally shown a miracle, and they rejected it. So, like, of course, Allah's not going to come down and prove that he's, he's the ruler. Like, it's, it, sometimes 
communication is just not valuable. So just know that not everything requires your communication and know when to walk away. Absolutely. And I feel like, again, like we said, uh, like we both agreed on, that be the bigger man and just walk away because, again, you're not going to get a result, nor you're not going to get any benefit out of that conversation. And more so, it could be a sin because you could say something that could be a problem eventually if you say something really, really bad. Yeah. That's why, like, personally, me, I feel I find that if I'm in an angry situation, I tend to walk away because I do not want to say something that I'm going to regret later on. That's, that's the worst thing you can have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a good place to end off. I think before we end off, what we will say is whenever you're communicating with somebody and somebody takes the time to listen to you and understand where you're coming from yeah. and listen to your points and wants to help you, thank those people. Absolutely. Requir- listening requires effort mm-hmm. and time. Thank the people that listen to you. To everybody that is listening here, there's a lot that we try to do to make sure our point comes across properly. Thank you to all of you who are listening. We're pretty, um, like the podcast is pretty, start. Uh, we're fairly young, um, so there's not <laughs> too many listeners as of right now, but thank you to every single one of you guys that listen. We appreciate the support. Yeah. And you know, knowing that we're still like, I mean, production is not that great. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, camera, like, yeah, camera quality. I mean, still, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, no, no, we're persevering. We're, we're persevering. We're persevering. You know, we're, we're doing our best, but still, yeah. taking the time out to even listen to us, like just us young guys are just starting from nothing right now. Like, we really do appreciate that, and Thank you so it much. means the world to us, guys. Thank you so much. But with that being said, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Real. I'm Fires. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. May peace and blessings be upon you. Oh.